WTTM 609. This episode of Paul Berry's A Window to the Magic is brought to you by you. Yes, you. Window to the Magic is supported by its listeners and is totally commercial sponsor free. Just pure, family-friendly, and kid-safe entertainment in stunning binaural sound. It takes a lot to keep this show coming to you, and we hope you'll agree that the result is definitely worth the cost. Please support the cause by visiting windowtothemagic.com and signing up for reoccurring support. Together, we can keep the magic alive. You're listening to the windowtothemagic.com podcast. Brought to you by windowtothemagic.com. Surround yourself with the magic. Hello, and welcome to A Window to the Magic. My name is Paul, and as always, I will be your guide through the wonderful world of Disney sound experiences. This show is a weekly trip through the world of the Disney theme parks and resorts, and this is the place where you get to use your ears to surround yourself with the magic. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Window to the Magic podcast, the ultimate Disney audio adventure. Uh, this is Paul, and as always, uh, I'm coming to you from the Disneyland Resort, or should I say, as usual, I'm coming to you from the Disneyland Resort, but uh, as I spoke to you about during uh, Brian and uh, my conversation about uh, his trip report with, uh, with Calvin... Uh, I'm going to be taking off and going to Europe here very shortly. And uh, and so I'll be coming to you somewhere other than the Disney parks and resorts. And uh, in case you missed that show, uh, I'm going to be going to four different theme parks on five different days, touring about eight or nine different countries, and you have the opportunity to follow along with me uh, as a Window to the Magic super supporter. You're going to be able to get probably 75 hours or more worth of audio uh, throughout my days in the theme parks. And, um, and the, uh, the other days where I'm going to different places, uh, such as Neuschwanstein Castle in Germany and uh, the Eiffel Tower in France. And uh, so hopefully you will, uh, you will consider going to tinyurl.com slash WTTM SSC for Super Supporters Club 2019. That is uh, tinyurl.com slash WTTM SSC 2019 and signing up to become a Window to the Magic Super Supporter for 2019. I promise uh, it'll definitely be worth your while. And uh, if all of the audio uh, photos and pictures and things like that is not enough, uh, I will also be picking you up something special while I'm on my trip, and uh, we'll send it to you once I return. So please consider doing that. Uh, but like I said uh, last time when I spoke to, to Brian, uh, Brian and Calvin went to... <laughs> Yeah, we're uh, we're at the Hearthstone Lounge, and we're sitting over uh, by where the cast members are uh, dumping loads <laughs> of silverware. That's right. Yeah, 
doing all kinds of things. So we're going to hear some noise in addition to the crowd noise in the back. But we uh, we wanted to come out to the resort and and record the show. <laughs> yeah. This is going to go well. Yes, it this is. This has not happened until we started. Recording. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but we're, we we're, we're too close to Murphy at this yeah, point, right? Yeah. But uh, but we wanted to be out at the park when we talked about it, so that's uh, that's why we're out here. We'll see how this goes. If it doesn't work, I guess we'll be seeing you on the actual one we released. <laughs> that's right. So uh, so anyway, as you can tell, I have Calvin with me this time. Yeah, much 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 warmer. Thank you. Um, I have Calvin with me this time, and you know, as I said earlier, he and Brian uh, went to Walt Disney World. <laughs> Calvin is laughing his butt off at this point because of the cast member throwing silverware around on the other side of this wall. Thank you for joining us for the uh, 2019 uh, annual silverware tossing event. <laughs> That's right. We have. Uh, we, we do it this weekend since all the cheerleaders are here. We, we feel really empowered about uh, our skills. That's right. So, uh, anyway, welcome uh, to uh, your trip report, Calvin. Aren't you supposed to say something at this point, or are you not going to say anything? It's going to be a really weird trip report if you say nothing through the whole thing. Nothing, 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 <laughs> nothing, 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 nothing. Yes, yes. That is the name of one of my files. Ah, very nice. So, uh, yeah, so as we spent a lot of time talking with Brian about the specifics about your trip, uh, what he went on and, and did things like that, now I want to get the trip from your perspective. Um, this is not the first time you've been. You've been to Walt Disney World five or six times now, I would think, right? Um, once, twice, this would be my fourth time. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I went... Uh, for my original trip was for my 10th birthday. Ten. We went for the 36 hours or whatever that one time. It, with, yeah, with and then, John. And then I went for my 21st birthday. 21st birthday, and yeah. Now. And then now. Okay. I thought there was another time in there, but... Okay. Um, so anyway, um, so you're a, a Walt Disney World professional. However... Um, there's uh, been a lot of things that have changed, updated, upgraded. In the last six years. Yeah, you know, things that have closed and things. Um, you know, especially starting with things like uh, when you checked into your hotel and whatever, you had magic bands. Yes. Um, the two things that I had spoken to you about and uh, just in general when you research... Uh, well, Disney World, it's the, uh, the big difference between Disneyland and Walt Disney World is the fact that you have the magic bands, and more specifically, you need to plan everything. You know, plan where your hotel is, plan your fast pass, all that different stuff. And that was all new to me. The last time I went, it was just like Disneyland. You just showed up, checked into your hotel, you went and had a good time, and that was it. Um, so we had everything from the app being on, uh, you know, the magic bands, the app being on, uh, I cannot say this. The app being able to unlock your hotel room, um, you know, the, the FastPass Plus and booking all of that, um, which I didn't do any of, actually. Um, yeah. All right. You did use the um, the mobile ordering, though. Yes, so mobile ordering I am in the habit of doing because of here. Right. And so it's just, a, I, I never did it for... 
I always did it for snacks. I never did it for any kind of real food. Yeah, they've, they've, they've already heard the 2319 show, so they heard you go and get the cupcake right. on the mobile ordering. Um, you know, but but anything that where I was like, oh, I'm going to get lunch, I always stood in line for some reason. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. <clears throat> so, having been to, you know, each of the parks before and whatever, what really stood out for you on this trip? Uh, well, we both know the answer to that question, um, but to go into a little bit more before getting to that, because I won't shut up about it. Um, <laughs> uh, just kind of remembering how big it is, um, you know, in all the different parks. Um, there's a lot of new things. Uh, Toy Story Land. Um, Great Movie Ride is no longer a thing. Uh, Pandora. New Fantasyland. Uh, new Fantasyland. Uh, new fireworks. Obviously, we talked about the Magic Bands and stuff. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, even though I remember going to Disneyland, everything was just a little bit different. Um, and I think the, the new things out of the new things that stood out um, was how well the Magic Bands worked. Uh, now, obviously, I don't want this conversation to be nothing but Magic Bands like it's been so far. But it honestly was a really good experience. I do not mind that. I know that there was a lot of talk at the beginning that people didn't like it, it wasn't working, things like that. But my experience was actually really good. Okay. I was able to walk around um, you know, and pay for things and check in. And, um, you know, didn't use any fast passes, but yeah, that's that's of the new things that really stood out. As far as just general, what stood out, um, and we'll get into here is uh, I found a uh, or I have a newfound love for Epcot. No, oh, yes, so. yes, that's right. You did talk about that. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's go ahead and talk about the other parks first. Then we'll save Epcot for last. Um, so Magic Kingdom. Um, a lot of new stuff there. Uh, restaurant, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, yes, be our guests. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll start in chronological order because that's how my brain is functioning. Um, which is weird because I've had alcohol. Speaking of alcohol, we were talking about this before we started, but both my 2012 trip for my 21st birthday and this trip has started off by picking up a pina colada at the All Star Movies. Uh, bar um, next to the pool, and I felt it necessary to have that while we talk about this now. Yep, because I did. I did say we're at the Hearthstone Lounge uh, in the Grand Californian, mm-hmm. and they have the pina colada here, and yep. uh, so it's basically a pina colada but with raspberry, right? Doing very well. Thank you for asking. Um, but yeah, uh, so as far as restaurants went, um, the first new thing I did was uh, go to the Skipper Canteen. Oh, yes, uh, I like that Skipper's place. Skipper's Canteen or Skipper Canteen? I think it's Skipper Canteen. Like, okay. Um, so I knew, like Brian had said, that he knew it was Jungle Cruise themed. I had literally never heard of this before um, until we got there. Um, we, I had heard that we were going there, but that was it. So I had no idea what to expect. And from the outside, you really can't tell what it is. So I was kind of blindsided by the experience because it's just like riding the Jungle Cruise. They've got a joke about everything. Everything on the menu is a joke, things like that. Um, but the food was actually really good, and it was a really good experience. Do you remember what you had? Uh, I don't, but if you head over to Instagram, 
I did take pictures of pretty much every major food item that I picked up uh, in a description and a photo and things like that. Um, yeah, I think I had like steak or something like that. Um, but going back to your original concept here of you know what stood out is uh, the amount of detail that goes into that restaurant. Uh, like the, I'll just pick one thing so that we can move on to the next restaurant. Uh, and I shared a picture of this on Instagram, but they have the cert, uh, the certificate of discovery for uh, Schweitzer Falls uh, that was given to Doctor Albert Falls uh, when he found uh, the Schweitzer. Um, which is very difficult to have a conversation about. Yes, it is. Um, but yeah. Uh, so that was new. That was that was a fun experience and blindsiding. But um, and then be our guest was the other new one that we had. Just before we move over to be our guest, uh, I did look it up, and it is Jungle Navigation Company Limited Skipper Canteen. Rolls right off the top. Yes. Yeah. Um. So be our guest was. This is not negative. I'm just trying to find the right words. Um, I also knew pretty much nothing about. Um, what I did know is that it was beaten and beastly, and I knew that there was the Grand Mall. That's it. Uh, I didn't know how the entrance went. I didn't know that there were at least two other rooms that you could dine in. Um, didn't know the food other than the gray stuff, which is actually delicious. Um, it is completely different from what we have here. And next time anybody is at the park, you should definitely have it. It's very tasty. Um... But they have the West Wing, uh, and that's not the uh, TV show about uh, the government or whatever. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Um, but that's the West Wing that Bell is not supposed to, to enter, where the rose is and everything is ripped apart. And uh, they sat us in there. Uh, it was actually kind of funny. Uh, we weren't recording at this time, of course, but we walked in and the, the waitress had said, you know, okay, so this is the Grand Ballroom, and you'll recognize this from the movie. We have you situated in the West Wing, and I'm like, yes! And she went, oh, you requested the West Wing? I said, nope, never even knew it existed. She was, oh. I'm like, yep, just excitable. <laughs> um, that was very cool. Uh, very reminiscent of the animation building uh, here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, honestly, I don't know if it still does it, but because so much has changed about the animation building, but when the lights darken and the, the poster rips, right. it's very reminiscent of that. Yeah. Uh, it's very cool. Uh, I also, on Instagram, shared video of... Uh, the the ripped poster and so very cool. So that was that was the new restaurants at Magic Kingdom that I had tried. Uh, keeping with that theme, um, just things that stood out to me was the Enchanted Tales of Bell. Uh, now Brian had touched on this a little bit on his show, right? So I won't go into to, to too much detail, but uh, really the important part, the really the reason I went to it was the Magic Mirror. Uh, and I do believe Disney has invented real magic um, and made this ma- this mirror because um, I, 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 I want to go through it again now that I've experienced it uh, so I can actually take a look at it. But it is, it is amazing. Yeah, you know how it works. Yeah. I've, I've watched and, videos on, online enough. I know exactly how it works. And yet it's still magic. Oh, it's absolutely phenomenal. And it's um, beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's real magic. It is as close to real. We're talking like David Blaine. Or, not David Blaine, sorry. Um, David Copperfield. David Copperfield. Like, people are like, oh, he's you know, real magic. You know, 
as, as much as real magic is. Um, but yeah, that is that is some top quality Disney, if you're listening, more of that. <laughs> um, yeah, we did uh, the Seven Dwarves Mind Train. That was exciting. Uh, we did talk about that on Brian's show, so again, I won't go into too much detail. Um, I, what, one thing, and this is a, a thing that Disney's been doing recently, of projection faces. So we have that on Ready Air Springs Racers, we have that on the Frozen Attraction, we have that on Seven Wars Mine Train. Um, I'm sure more are coming. I can't think of any else, any other ones that have at this currently. Did you say Frozen? Yes. Okay. Um, Anyway, um, now you're making me question it. But I... So here at Radiator Springs Racers, the projection faces are good. They look good. Tired with the way that the, the cars move. It's fantastic. I remember riding it the first time I teared up. It was like being in the cars movie. Right. Um, I'm also overly emotional. <laughs> um, but at Walt Disney World... The Frozen Attraction, as well as the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, video does not do it justice. Uh, whenever you film these things, they look washed out, and it, you just tell it's uh, projection, but they look amazing. Um, I came around that corner and, and went up into the, the lift hill or whatever it is where the dwarves are and singing hi ho and right. things like that. And I was just looking at them, trying to... to Duplicate what I saw in video. Like, there's got to be a flaw somewhere, and they just looked amazing. Yeah, they they, they were very cool. And and that's 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 one thing I I, I found. I, I don't know if it's just because I'm older or things like that. Because I, I do talk about with you personally a lot. How now that I'm older, I'm going back and watching things and having new appreciation for Animaniacs and things like that. So I don't know if I'm I'm, I'm gaining new appreciation for these things. But this trip was a lot of just looking at things and really appreciating. I'm just going to keep repeating that word. Right. What it is and what they've accomplished. Um, and we'll get more into that when we get to Epcot because it's, it's, I go into the more simple things that I appreciate. Right. Well, speaking of things that you saw that uh, you really appreciated, uh, the Haunted Mansion, uh, you, you had uh, made a comment about the hallway with the eyes. So I am going to go into a little detail about that, try and paint a picture for you. So if you're not familiar with Haunted Mansion at Walt Disney World, or at least this section. Um, so you're coming out of the Escher painting room. So it's the stairs that go in every which direction. And it's a completely dark room in the next area. And on the wall, I can't remember if it's both sides or not. I was looking at the left. But on the wall are white eyes, just like you would see in the mermaid or um, at the end of pirates here um, like the little mice and that kind of thing but they're right. white eyes and they're blinking that's you know got a spooky feel to it but then as your doom buggy moves across those blinking eyes start to not be the only thing it's not darkness anymore the wallpaper begins to appear around these eyes and these eyes become the wallpaper that we all know and love from the haunted mansion um, and that just at my core was like that is spooky uh, because you, people look at it and they're all oh, the eyes watching you. Yeah, they're actually watching. You. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's I, I before I went on this trip, the Escher room was my favorite, and now that I saw that little detail, like I, I want to recreate that. Now Brian had said that he had gone in, uh, and when he got to the mirrors at the end, yes, um, they um, that Gus had come out. 
and had uh, given him his beard. Yes. What uh, What happened to you? Um, I only wrote it once, um, and I got pretty much the one I would want, which is, um, I can't remember which Hitchhiking Ghost it is. I think it's the tall, thin one. I never memorized who's who of the names. But um, he took his head off, took my head, and swapped it. Um, oh, neat. And so it worked. It looked great. I tried to get video of it. It was dark. <laughs> right. Um, so I didn't end up sharing it. But uh, but yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a great effect. Just remember, it's easy to remember the names of the ghosts. It's Alvin, Simon, and Theodore. Alrighty then. Good. Good, good. good. Um, I love that. That's another one of those things where I'm overly emotional. Okay. When that plays, I'm like, yes! Anyway. So, um... Back on track. Yep. So, um, now, were there any new, um, any new rides other than the, um... Seven Dwarves. Seven Dwarves that you... Yeah, I guess nothing else new was there. Was there anything that was different or stood out in any way, shape, or form? Nothing new. Um, what did you think of the new Fantasyland in general? So, here's my bit of negativity for the uh, for the conversation we're having. Um, I can't tell the new Fantasyland from the old because I don't go off. Uh, so I only know new Fantasyland by the term. Um, but there are castle spires that I guess symbolize the the, the separation between old and new. Um, all, the, all the things in there, all the, all the attractions and shows, the great. Uh, I just found myself lost when I, I got to those. Yeah. Uh, not, not, to, not to bring down the conversation, but that's just, with your question, that's the yeah. answer I, I can... Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Um, I, I use them as a way to get out of the sun. Um, yeah. You know. Um, they just, they, they seem like, and oh, what it might be is I'm in the Guardians... Uh, um, not Guardians, Star Trilogy, uh, Galaxy's Edge mindset at this point, where everything was a Project Stardust, and everything is being adjusted to handle mass amounts of people. Right. And so I walked in and saw these seemingly not needed giant walls, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. Okay. So, sorry for the negativity. But over overall, New Fantasyland looked great, it was themed well, it was... Yeah, no, uh, no... It didn't look like they had added anything on. It just looked like it was always there. Yeah. I mean, and, and that, again, it's, I, I don't go often enough to really be able to tell the difference. Uh, so there's a bit of ignorance there. But it just all fit in. You know, I, I felt like Bell should be in Fantasyland. I felt the VR guest should be there. And, sure. You know, Philhar Magic is there, which I love seeing. Right. Things um, like that. All right. That's cool. Anything, uh, anything... That you didn't enjoy at the Magic Kingdom, really, other than other than just the confusion of the spires. Yeah. Uh, no, not at all. Um, I mean, as you see on Instagram, if you go back, excuse me, um, I, I am upset about uh, Alien Encounter slash Stitch's Great Escape. Or Stitch's Great a, a Alien Encounter. So it is kind of a kick in the pants to have it currently called. Um, uh, uh, Stitch's Alien Encounter Green Tank. Um, 
that's that's just unfair. It, yeah, alien encounter character greeting, I think, is what it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, whatever it is, the fact that it's Stitch and it says an alien encounter, like... Yeah. Um, but no, I um, I made sure to do the TTA, not the people mover. <laughs> um, if we're calling that the people mover, every attraction is the people mover because it moves people. Yeah. Okay. Uh, people mover was here. They were white cars. You know. They were um, actually gray um, and multicolored, but. But anyway. Um, but yeah, uh, rode the carousel of progress. Um, you know, just to to rub it in. Yes, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, just to just to make you feel really silly. Oh, I know. There, it, there's a big sign that says "People Mover." <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it is the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. I know. I'm not saying it's not called that. I'm just saying it's not. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, you're just you're you're just saying that it's uh, it's still it's, it's MGM. Not- yeah, it's still MGM Studios. <laughs> and it's and it's Epcot Center. It's not the people movie. I actually did not call Epcot, Epcot Center even once, I think, for what I said, uh, which I used to, to make a point of doing. Um, there is somebody that did call it Epcot Center, um, but I won't say who. That's kind of a surprise for uh, the listeners when we get to that. All right. And... Um, so is there anything else about uh, Magic Kingdom that you want to talk about in particular? Yes, actually. Um, I just remembered. So one of the big things in Disney-ness right now is uh, 3D projections, mapping. Um, they've been doing it on Small World for many, many years. Uh, we've been having it in the fireworks a lot recently, things like that. And all of the, except for Small World, the the, the Christmas Small World, the original I don't know if it's the original thing, but I consider the original projection mapping thing that they did. Um, it's all been neat. Nothing negative, just nothing outstanding. Hey, you got to see it. Um, this is my first time that I remember going to Walt Disney World and seeing one of their 3D projection mapping deals. Uh, this was on the castle, and it was amazing. Um... I know some people are going to be like, oh, that show's not cool, but it's not the show I'm talking about. It's the technology and how they're using it. And this is Happily Ever After, right? Uh, I think so, yes. Yeah, the, uh, their nightly fireworks show. Yeah, for yeah. some reason that name keeps slipping my mind. So, yeah. um, but, I mean, I'm talking like, when you when you look at Small World, when they do the Christmas show, they every little triangle, square, it all has something. It's a different color, some kind of unique trait. The fireworks show at Walt Disney World does that on another level. They have characters involved. There's uh, a sh- one scene where Merida jumps out and she lands on one of the, the levels of the castle um, and pulls back her bow and fires, and it gets to the edge and they fire off a firework from that part of the castle. And it's, you know, if you, if you, um, uh, was it, uh, Dispend disbelief. Suspend, suspend disbelief. Sorry. Um, I was so focused on the second word I used it at first. But uh, suspend disbelief that it's just a projection. Like, these are the Disney characters coming up and, and, and running around the castle and, and throwing arrows and things like that. It was just, I, from a technical standpoint, uh, it was pretty awesome. Cool. 
All right, and I know you got to to see the the kiss goodnight at the at the end. Yes, uh, I stood out in the pouring rain uh, to the point where my Apple Watch thought I had done swimming. Um, the little um, it has a feature to knock out the water that's gone in there if you've done swimming. And I, when I got back to the hotel room, it was in that mode. I couldn't do anything. I was like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, that was nice. Uh, going back to the emotional side of things, when I listen to the Disneyland 50 Years of Magic 6 CD set, uh, and we get to the closing, you know, Disneyland has concluded it's normal operating, you know, all right, come, you know. Um, I always get all emotional, and this had a very similar effect. I was standing there, it was very loud, it was very beautiful, you know, music in the castle, and then Mickey came out, and it's funny, because I, I did actually shoot video of it, um, and you can see me go because the video shakes, but um, but yeah, it was a, it was a nice touch. Okay, yeah. all right. So Magic Kingdom, uh, did you go around to any of the resorts? Did you? Kind of. Um, I did make a point to ride the monorail. Okay. Um, I did also, thanks to seeing the Hoopty Doo review, which we will touch on here in a little bit, um, I did take a couple of the boats around and things like that. So I got to see a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately didn't really spend any time in them because uh, although the, the hotels are, are nice and pretty and they're, they're really elegant, I'm really there for the parks. Yeah. You know, plus, I, I've seen most of them before. This was really a follow-up visit. Right. Yeah, Okay. Uh, now you you stayed at All Star Movies, yep. which I know you enjoyed doing. Yep. Uh, but you also stayed at uh, the Port Orleans Riverside, yes. which is where the um, uh, yeah, which is where Yeehaw Bob is. Um, it's not some place you had ever stayed before. This is your first time at that type of resort. Correct. What What did you think? Um. Had I not been the person that I am, the way that my trip ended up, I ended up leaving whatever park it was and coming back to the resort for the very first time. I think it was uh, Animal Kingdom. Yeah, because I came back late because I stayed late for that resort. Um, because we checked in on our phones, we never had to go to... Um, guest services. Guest services. Ever. So I was just dumped. Basically, I got on a bus, and I had to know how to get to my room. Uh-huh. Uh, which, having never been to this resort, it's a very big resort, and a lot of walkways, and a lot of nature, and like you know, fishing, and like all this different stuff. Um, I think it needs a little bit more signage. Okay. Um, now, now that that's out of the way, because that's the first thing I think of. Uh, actually, there's apparently, it's like PortOrleans.org or something like that. It's a, it's a website about the resort. Um, I, I looked at the room number and found that building on the website. And went, oh, that's closest bus is the North Depot. Okay. And then I kind of found my way to the room from there. Interesting. Um, okay. But once I knew where my room was, um, it was a very nice room. Um, you know, nice TV. Would you pay the extra money to stay there as opposed to staying at All Stars? No. Okay. Uh, I am very much a believer in the fact that I am there for the parks. Uh, hotels are there to sleep in and then leave again. Um, but it was the I, I had a lot of interactions with 
uh, room service and the, the, the bellhops and things like that. Everybody was super nice. It, it definitely felt like um, I was paying more money. But my honest answer is no, I would not. I, I enjoyed getting there and being at the, the All-Star movies and seeing the giant Buzz Lightyear um, and then uh, you know going to bed and waking up and, and, and going back to work. Right. They're back to throwing the silverware around. Right. Um, okay. So I'm trying not to make this negative, I swear. <laughs> There's nothing negative that happened in my visit. So next park, uh, Disney MGM Studios? Yes. Yes, it's the Disney Hollywood Studios. Um, <laughs> that will be funny eventually. Yes. I promise you. Um, yeah. Uh, there's. It was. It was kind of a a surreal experience because it's kind of the things I knew and loved loved already. So uh, I mean, Toy Story Land is new, and, and we'll talk about uh, Slinky's Dog Dash here. Uh, or Slinky Dog Dash here in a second. Um, but the entrance is now very similar to DCA, so I very much felt like I was kind of at my home park. Uh-huh. Um, Tower of Terror there, mm-hmm. which used to be here. Now, mind you, not that version, and that is the preferred version. Right. Uh, but So that made me feel like I was at my home park. Um, Star Tours is there. Uh, Muppet Vision. You know, it's... it's it's very surreal. Rock and roller coaster. Uh, rock and roller coaster is there. Not really anything to compare that to here. I mean, like you credit coaster and you know, but like. Now, other than the fact that your your account was connected to uh, Brian. Yeah. Um, when you walk through places like rock and roller coaster and you saw your name on a poster mm-hmm. or something like that, did the, you really had to bring that up? Did you find that cool? That, no. That I mean, uh, if, if it had said Calvin. <laughs> yes. I have to clarify that. Uh, it was very cool. Um, for reasons, um, I was the one with the backpack, and so I had uh, one of Brian's magic bands in my backpack. Um, and so for whatever reason, all of those posters, and when you go through uh, Mount Everest, at um, Animal Kingdom and things like that, it would scan his magic band for some reason. So it would always say Brian. Um but it is very cool. It is a very nice touch. I, I saw several guests that got to have that magical moment and, you know, take a photo and, and you know, they would go, oh, my, you know, look, it's, you know, Susan, run up there real quick and we'll take a picture. Right. Um, I, I, I'm a little bitter. I, yeah. I stood around those for 15, 20 minutes trying to get my name to pop up and it just wasn't happening. Next um, visit. Hopefully. I'll, I'll try not to walk around with anybody else's magic pick. Right. Um, but yeah, that's that's a very nice touch. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Plus, I mean, rock and roller coaster. Get to listen yeah. to love on a roller coaster. And yeah, I was going to say, you got your love on a roller coaster moment. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, you went to Sci-Fi Dine-In? Yes. Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater. I absolutely love that. At The older I get, the older my tastes get in media. Um, and so, you know, we, we watch the Dick Van Dyke show and, and things like that. And so all of these older style cars and the older style uh, concession videos and the, the movie trailers. And just it was, It's all things that I'm interested in. Um, and so I just eat that place up, literally. Um, I actually tried to go there twice. Um, tried to, I just walked in. I said, hey, I'm just a... Single guy, what are you doing? You know, um, <laughs> how you doing? And uh, 
Uh, no, I'd have to be making a lot more money to do that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it didn't end up working out because I needed to go to Fantasmic. Um, but yeah, I, I love the, the food there is uh, standard food. Nothing negative to say, but it's not, um, you know, like Carthay Circle, like super fancy. You know, it's like burgers and hot dogs yeah. and things. Um, they have the Oreo shit. Yeah, it's drive it's drive-in movie food. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I'm, I'm there for the atmosphere. I'm not, right. I'm not kidding myself. Um, and, uh, just... Okay, and you brought up Fantasmic. Uh, you had a fun experience there. I did. Uh, speaking of alcohol, um, so when I, I was going to the Sci-Fi Dining Theater to try and get some food, and they said it was a 45-minute wait, which would have been when Fantasmic was going to start. I'm like, well, I, I've already been here, so Fantasmic takes priority. Uh, so I needed something to get some food in me, and I, I remembered that there's dessert parties here at Disneyland for World Color and Fantasmic and things like that. So I went onto the website, and sure enough, there's a Fantasmic dessert party. So I bought it and, and went over, and they gave me a little um, plate worth of food and instantly took it away from me. Uh, because it's got nuts and all kinds of stuff in it, and they gave me the the not so appetizing looking one um, that was all uh, allergy free, but uh, still it was it was tasty. There was cotton candy and grapes and things. But they also gave me um, a fantastic lanyard with a light up little thing, a fantastic mug, and filled it with a margarita. Ooh. So nothing. Um, Nothing helps a uh, an empty stomach more than margarita. That's true. Um, and, uh, and and large chunks of the proper Fantasmic show. Right. Um, I do have to give Walt Disney World credit on, although it is at least on this coast. I can't speak to anybody over there. Um, it is widely seen as the kind of brother show. It's kind of like yeah, it's, it's Fantasmic. What <laughs> ish? Um, yeah. With the changes and things like that um, that have happened, uh, and their stadium seating and things like that, just it is now my favorite Fantasmic uh, because it's got the original score. Um, it, there are different parts, but it's it's got the, the beginning and the middle and the end and then stuff in between. The stadium seating means that it's it's a bunch of people huddled together. Um, and in the pre-show, they're, they're playing music and everybody's singing and, and dancing and things like that. It's just such a great experience when you're drunk. Um, <laughs> um, I, I actually wasn't drunk, uh, but still, it was it was a great experience. Okay, cool. Um, let's see. Am I praising enough? Is this? Uh... <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like I said. Okay, yes, the Disney representative has said that I am doing a great job. That's right, yes. Um, so is there, is there anything, speaking of praising enough, is there anything that, uh, that you didn't like at MGM Studios? Uh, great movie rights gone. Yeah, that's true. They're uh, going to open that Mickey and Minnie thing. roller coaster, runaway, mine train... More than the words Mickey, Minnie, and Runaway, you already know more than I do. Yeah. Um, uh, no, nothing negative that I can think of. Uh, the Little Mermaid show is a little short. Uh, yeah. Um, we definitely will hear that on some upcoming audio. Yes, I did happen to ca- catch that, uh, obviously. Um, 
going back to positive stuff, just because I like to praise, uh, Joy Story Land, because I didn't actually talk about that. Well, yeah, I was going to go there next. Yeah, um, Tell me all about it. Well, since there's not really anything negative, uh, we'll just jump to that. Um, I didn't do the alien spinny teacup maters deal. Um, because that is just like Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, just with spaceships. Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't do Midway Mania, because we have Midway Mania. Good, yeah. Um, but I did do the Slinky Dog Dash, and that is uh, a lot more fun than I expected. Uh, it, see, it visually seems like the Gadget Hill Coaster, where you're like, oh, it's fun, but it's like a little kid coaster, things like that. And just like the Gadget Go Coaster, you get on it, and it's got a little bit more oomph than you expect. Um, now this, having a launch sequence, does in fact have a little bit more oomph than you expect. But, uh, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. And depending on what and how we use the audio, because uh, I actually wrote it the first day I got to Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. So I had been up for 30 some odd hours. I was tired. I was, I was actually falling asleep in line. I'm standing there trying to keep my eyes open in line for this. Um, obviously, I can't hear that. But just know that I'm falling asleep in the audio. Um, and that, that perked me right up. I got on there, and I'm like, okay, cool, we're here. We're going to ride this. And we went along, and I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. And then I did ride Tower of Terror, um, which, again, proper Tower of, Ter- Tower of Terror. Right. And because it's randomized, I don't know when the drops are going to be. Yep. And so that's, that's a little nerve-wracking, yeah, actually. Yeah. Uh, I, I did also see the Beauty and the Beast uh, stage show. Yeah. Which is... Awesome, love it. It's, it's short and sweet, not as short as Voyage of the Little Mermaid, but it is short and sweet. Um, got audio of that, so we'll be sharing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I actually, just as a, as a general, I actually got a lot more shows than I expected out of this trip, so there's going to be a lot of me coming down the Okay, so yeah, I, I had asked Brian uh, how many shows he thought he had recorded. And he said somewhere in the area, I think he said eight or something like that. Um, and I expect that you're probably in that same area. Yeah, that's probably right. I feel like it's more, but with the way the files are split, it's probably around eight. Yeah, and we're still processing the audio, and uh, you're labeling it for me, going through and putting all the names in and everything. So I know what's what, because I can't just listen to all of it all at once without knowing... You know, I have to listen to it before I edit it. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, yeah. Um, okay, so anything else about uh, MGM Studios before we head off into things that you had never, never, never seen before? Don't think so. Um, all, the, all the stuff I'm thinking of is little things, um, like I got to put my hand in Audrey Hepburn's uh, handprint and things like that. Oh, her handprint in the cement in front of... In front of the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Um, little things like that. Not not necessarily worth talking about, but... But, yeah, I th- but I very cool. The, yeah, I think all the, the major things, you know, Slinky Dog Dash, things like that, I think we... Okay. So, Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Pandora. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, the audience will be able to correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think we've ever had Flight of Passage on... Okay. Um, do you believe the same? I, you know, I'm, I'm, I keep waffling back and forth between um, whether Grant Pachoco featured it on on his or not. Yeah. 
Um, I, I certainly had never listened to it. Yeah. So for me, this is, you know, I guess we could just say, you know, we're the first of the Barry family to feature it on the show. Exactly, yeah. Accurate regardless. Um, so fun fact about that um, is there's lots of forks and spoons and plates <laughs> in the attraction. <laughs> yes. um, so I was very worried I wasn't going to fit. And I think that's a, a general... That you weren't going to fit into the ride apparatus yeah. itself. Um, no, just through the line. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Very large now. Um, big ego. Um, but, so I did. I got on, in, in, in the audio, uh, uh, this isn't spoiling anything. Um, in the audio, I do, I, I go up and test the, get in the test seat, and the cast member says, no, you're good. You know, you can write it. So I'm like, yes. And so I go and write it, and everything. You know, you'll, you'll hear how it goes. Um, and I went back later and went to write it. And after having eaten dinner, I almost couldn't fit. They had to push on the back of the seat several times before it would, quote-unquote, click uh, into place. Um, huh. And that is not an exaggeration. I did it the same exact day, just a few hours later. The only difference was the fact that I had eaten dinner. Um, wow. Yeah. I. It is... Very tight tolerances. Okay. Um, but very cool. Um, I do touch upon it in the recording as it's happening. But the feeling of the banshee breathing and it's warm and just the the way that it moves is very cool. Um, I do. Whenever I think about the ride, I think about you and whether or not you're going to be able to do it. Um, it's very much uh, a cross between Soren and like the Simpsons ride so you know an IMAX kind of motion platform thing there's really only one sequence where I think you would have a problem and it's very very brief like maybe a second and a half uh, where there's a drop that made me go whoa uh, but yeah it's very cool and also uh, the uh, it's a small blue world the Navi River journey yes uh, very cool I did I, I, I've seen a lot of video of that uh, river shaman animatronic yeah, right. And it is beautiful. Uh, worth every penny of was, their own money that they spent on it. Was it bigger than you thought it was going to be? No. I think it was exactly the size it needed to be because it felt right. Okay. I got there and just didn't even think about its size. Okay. It was just... You were just like, yep, there's a Navi. There is. Yeah. Um, speaking of Navis, the only thing I regret about my trip is... Um, I so without going into the full story I said that I didn't get any fast passes at the beginning of this conversation I did end up using a fast pass to get onto Flight of Passage one time um, and so uh, and then later on I, I, I I'll get to that in a second but uh, I never got to go through the regular line so I never got to see the Avatar in the giant tube. Oh yeah, massive yeah. thing. Right. Um, I did get to see it through a darkened window across the room, you know, through some bushes, and paid twenty dollars. Right. Um, but yeah, um, but I guess that's a good segue into the the other things um, as to why I didn't walk through there. Is I got the opportunity to stay at one of the after hours events. 
uh, which was actually really cool. Now, when you talk about after-hours events, you're talking about a hard-ticketed event that uh, Disney sells tickets for. So after your normal day guests leave, you've paid an extra $100, $125, whatever it is, for an additional couple of hours in the park with almost no other guests so close uh they actually just pick one awesome person every day yeah and uh, whoever it is gets to hang out just happened to be you yeah yeah okay uh no it was 125 dollars okay um and if i had to put a number on it i never saw more than 15 people um in the entirety of animal kingdom um now you recorded this right this is a show yes um and I hope you like the, the attractions in Animal Kingdom because I like it a lot. Um, now, this is uh, three hours, I said, right? Yes. And, and, and so is this a three-hour show? Hey, that's that's your call, man. No, no, no. I'm saying is this you? It's three hours of content. Okay. All right. Yeah, um, that could be fun. Yeah. I, uh, I ride Everest. I ride... Um, a Flight of Passage, I ride Navi River Journey, I ride Dinosaur, I ride, um... Did you ride the, the, uh, spinning... Was closed. Oh, it was closed, okay. Uh, the, there, there was technically a spinning thing that was open, but it was just Dumbo with dinosaurs. It was the triter- Triceratops spin or whatever it's called. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, I, I didn't do that. Okay. Uh, I got better things to do. Okay. Um... Well, yeah, and I and I wrote them several times. Uh, there's actually a picture of me on Instagram with you. Go back and check it out, um, showing how much uh, how much we have to suffer through being podcasters uh, <laughs> uh, on Dinosaur. Uh, I'm sitting there as the only person in the Jeep. Yeah. Um, for twice, actually, I, they they let me just stay on, uh, so there's audio of that. Neat. Yeah. All right. Uh, now, you had a chance to see something. I remember you heaping praise on this. Um, you got to see Rivers of Light. Yes, I did. Okay. And um, let's see. Did you see The Lion King? <laughs> that is as much conversation as I'd like to have about that show. <laughs> um, and that's actually all I have to say about it. Um, did, did you see The Lion King celebration? I did not. You didn't? Okay. No. Did you ride the Kilimanjaro Safaris? I did not. Okay. Um, let's see, what else is there? You did Everest. Oh, that's what I was. I knew I was missing something. I did, I did Everest, I did uh, Flight of Passage, I did Navi River Journey, um, I did Dinosaur, and I saw Tough to Be a Bug. Tough to Be a Bug, that's yes. right. Yeah, that's uh, that's a that's that's a good classic attraction, there. yes. And and I don't, I, this could just be opinion, but I feel like they've they've refurbed that. It looked amazing. Yeah. Uh, just super clear. Um, maybe it was just I didn't have the 50,000 people in front of me. Uh-huh. Uh, given the fact that one time I was in there, I was literally the only person in the theater. Wow. Um, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Now, I remember Brian er- er- earlier when we were talking to him, um, he had said that he was not impressed by the projection mapping on the Tree of Life. Mm. But you had a different opinion. Yes, I did only happen to catch the last... Uh, I'll take a water. Yeah, can you make it two, please? Thank you. Um, I did only happen to catch the last two, three minutes of it as I was 
hoofing it back and forth because they, for some reason, put all of the attractions on complete opposite ends of the park. Right. So I got my walking in that night. Um, but um, it looked great. Um, I, I did only catch the last few minutes of it. Uh, so I don't know if you're familiar with the show, you or the listener. It's not um, particularly long, if I'm mis- not mistaken. Uh, but what I saw was just uh, a fox and a bear, and they put up a banner, and then it was over. Um, you so can't def- have can't have banners in the park. You get kicked out. Right. <laughs> yes, yes, or, or open bottles of bourbon, but we don't get into that. Um, from a clarity standpoint, it looked amazing. It was super vibrant. And it just, it, it, the tree of life was such a great surface to be projecting on. I even got a little bit of the, the, the minute or so that I saw that I captured some video. And even viewing it after the fact, I'm like, that looked really good. I wish I could have seen the rest of it. Okay. All right. Um, I, I tend to think, I, I tend to see things more as a, a mechanical way. Sure. You know, like, a, like appreciate the, the art and the technology that goes into it. Yeah. So whether or not the show was good, quote unquote, it's more of the presentation was good. Correct. Okay, that that makes sense. Um, so overall, Animal Kingdom was uh, was good. Yep. Thank you. Uh, Animal Kingdom was good. Anything else you can think of to talk about inside Animal Kingdom? Uh, no. The only things that I want to talk about are all explained and experienced in the show, so you'll just. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, so let's uh, let's move on then to that which. Uh, well, tell the story about uh, about being on the bus and hearing the guy talk and kind of explain your experience. Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, so, as I had um, mentioned earlier, you know, as as I get you know older, my my interests change and things like that. Uh, I was on a bus at some point and there was a guy talking to his friend and he said you know growing up I despised Epcot uh, you know, Magic Kingdom was where it was at all the rides and things like that but as I get older Epcot is really the place to be and that really really hit home for me because something about this visit just and, you, and you'll hear it in the audio I am so excited every time I, I did three four shows uh, if not more in uh, in Epcot, so be prepared for that. Um, but I just it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, going into Epcot, uh, Spaceship Earth, obviously it's a favorite. Yes. Um, I got to write it several times. One of which with the surprise guest. Um, very very cool. Very, just it's. Yeah. I mean, there's not really much to say. Yeah, it's, it's just just awesome all yeah. the way through. Now, one of the things that did touch me, and you know, it's that that father son moment kind of uh, thing, yes. is the fact that you stopped uh, at the bottom of uh, Spaceship Earth. There's a mirrors around one of the mounts uh, for the attraction, and. Um, and you had seen that I had taken a picture back in 1989. Video. Um, yeah, back back in 1989, it was an image of myself reflecting in the in, in the uh, in the mirror, and then 
when I went back last year, I replicated that exact same picture. And then when you went this year, you took it upon, upon yourself to take that exact same picture. The exact, op- exact opposite, apparently. Uh, I was apparently on the wrong side. <laughs> um, but hey, that's the difference between us. That's um, right. But yeah, you, again, going back to just listen to the audio, um, my very first steps into Epcot, I see that mirror and realize that this is an opportunity to take that photo. Um, and so you need to listen to me try and find the photo and, and recreate it and things like that. Right. And the the photo that I took, when I took that photo, it was 1989. And so I was 23 years old. And so you've taken this picture now at 27. And so you get to go back when you're 50... 56, 58. 56, like yeah, 56, 57 years old. And... Uh, take that picture again just like I did yep. that many years later so don't forget to do that I'll set it on my calendar okay good um, let's see Mission Space uh huh anything about that there's lots about it you um, you did something that you said you would never do yes so um, if you know me more than just the podcast and even maybe on the podcast I try not to expose it too much because it's kind of something I don't like about myself but I'm very opinionated um, and so if there's something that I, I do not enjoy if it's not as exciting or something like that I'll kind of bash on it and I'll avoid it did um, you say you're you're opinionated yes okay um, and that was the case for the green side of mission space which is the lighter less intense side correct uh, I'm Always have been and always will be a uh, advocate for bringing back the original setup for Mission Space. You know, maybe if it's something that realistically is just you know a few tweaking of some settings, do an after-hours event or something like that. It's a ticketed, you get to experience um, it. Uh, I, I pay to do that, um, but I was avoided the green side. It's like, why would I spend the time to half experience this uh, attraction? And uh, it's now different. It's not only not spinning, but it's actually different. It's not the same ride at all. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, the, it's the, not a mission to Mars. It's a trip around the Earth. Correct. On the orange side, um, you are simulating a trip to Mars. And on the green side, you are soaring over planet Earth. Um, right. Yeah. 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 Soaring, soaring over the world or across the world or whatever it's called now is quite literal in the green side. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, I went in and this is, there was not a time on Mission Space that I wrote it that I wasn't capturing in some aspect, whether it be audio or video or something. Um, but uh, I went on Mission Space uh, orange side and then I immediately uh, went on the green side and wrote it. Uh, captured audio from both and compared and contrasted. And much to your surprise, you enjoyed it. Yes. Um, yeah, it's it's got it's got more uh, got more oomph than I thought. I mean, it's nowhere near orange, but uh, but yeah. Okay. I mean, I, 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 I all I can say is just you know listen to the audio and release it because you know those I, I I release my thoughts. You know, it's not a book or anything. It's just in the moment comparison. Right. Yeah. Um, did you ride Test Track? 
Yes. And? I enjoyed Test Track. Okay. I, I enjoy Test Track. There's um, really nothing different about it. Uh, not really. I had not written written Tron Track, as it were. No. Uh, you know, with the, all of its dark and blue lights and things like that. Um, I did not know at all that you create your own car. Um, and so I went through Single Rider and skipped right over the little computers where you build your own cars when I got up to the front and scanned my bad or my magic band it was like okay here's your car and it was some generic blue thing with nothing on it um but yeah test red okay you know that's a wall why are we heading towards that yeah very quickly um same thing with journey into imagination or journey into your imagination or journey into into imagination with figment journey into no imagination with figment so fun fact um if you ride that ride at least twice and then don't shower um it's uh stays on you um because if you're familiar with that attraction you know that there's the smell of skunk at one point um and so i'm laying in bed that night regretting my decision to not shower before going to bed um <laughs> yeah so i fixed that very 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 fixly yeah very fixly. very fastly um which is still not right um <laughs> how about uh seas with nemo and friends Seas with Nemo and Friends, this is getting back to the little appreciation thing that I was talking about before and really starts to do- deep dive into my appreciation for Epcot. No pun um, intended. Yeah. Um, on multi-levels with what I'm about to say. But um, the attraction is okay. It's uh, I prefer the subs. Um, the anglerfish is amazing. Yeah. Um, I enjoy the fact that they, you know, Nemo and Friends is in the aquarium. You know, you can see into the water with right. the actual fish and Nemo and whatnot. Yeah, they're um, doing the the, uh, uh, the whatever you call it, Pepper's, Pepper's Ghost. Ghost. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, that's that's all neat and everything. Nothing negative to say. It's just kind of there. Um, but it's really what it leads to. How you get the main way of getting to sea base or whatever it's called right. um, that, that's that's getting to the Epcot that I'm really learning to appreciate okay. um, going in and, and, and learning about the fish and going in and seeing the um, manatees manatees um, couldn't remember the name uh, and things like that uh, it's just so cool and I got to um, i Brian and I wrote it, and I have audio of it. You'll get to hear it. Um, and we walk out, and there is a diver coming down the tube to, to depressurize and, and, and get out. Yeah, um, and that's just that's always cool because that's that's the only place in the world I know of where where that happens. I'm sure it happens someplace else, yeah. but that's the only place I know of that that. Well, plus it's 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 probably one of the only places you can hey, that's very public. That you can watch that. Right. Um, but, uh, but, yeah. One thing on my bucket list I fear I will never get to experience is Mickey diving in the Living with the Seas. Oh, yeah, because you, you ate at the Coral sense. Reef restaurant. Uh, well, just in general. But, yes, I did uh, eat at the Wow. Yeah. I'm ahead of myself. Uh, the Coral Reef restaurant. Um, but, yeah. The food at the Coral Reef was, was good. Okay. Now, speaking of food, mm-hmm. you ate at the the food court in the land uh, several times, according to Instagram, mm-hmm. and ate the same thing every time. Enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I ate at Seasons. 
got the pulled pork sandwich with coleslaw or whatever was on it. I forget. Um, at this point, I'm tired and the drink's kicking in. Uh, <laughs> check Instagram for actual details. Um, Instagram.com slash WTTM podcast. Yep. Um, and then I also had a, uh, like a Mongolian pork rice thing. And it was tasty. It was very tasty. Um, and then you you did something that I know you were looking forward to doing, but it it then exceeded your expectations. So this again, like I said about the sea based thing, this is starting to get into the, the part of Epcot that I'm really learning to appreciate. Uh, we get to living with the land, um, living with the lands, as Brian had talked about. It's really nothing. It's just a slow boat ride through some environmental scenes. Uh, you know, you've got some greenhouses and things like that. But again, going back to what I said about the projections and things like that, it's not the actual show or the, the experience that I'm, I'm in love with. It's it's the technical aspect and mm-hmm. things like that. And this, I, it's, it's so cool to look and see and learn about what they're doing, how they're doing, how they're growing these plants and, and saving water and, and growing the... Um, you know, they're they're growing tomatoes in a tree. Uh-huh. They, so tomatoes, you know, normally grow as a root, and they they've got it set up so it grows up and out like a tree. And I guess they um, this is on the audio, but uh, they they broke a world record for how many tomatoes were being grown and things like that. Um, and just the science behind it, things like that. And then, do, do you know how they how they get the tomatoes to grow up instead of down? Uh, put fire on the ground? No, no, no. They put the seeds up, uh, the seeds upside down when they plant them. Ah, that's what it is. Yeah, and they grow up, and then, yeah, yeah. simple. Yeah. Um, moving on. Um, <laughs> yes, the tomatoes so, have toes. So you took the behind the seeds tour. Yes. Uh, what I was needing to was uh, I rode that several times and then actually listened at one point and at the end they said if you would like to learn more you know take our behind the scenes tour where you get to blah 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 and I realized that this cool stuff that I'm looking at this you know science and how they're growing it and things like that I can get out of the boat I can go up to these things I can learn more and ask questions and uh, I didn't end up actually asking any questions but I can actually experience more than just this boat ride and so i did i took the tour um and uh took the mics with me and we went around and uh it's just yeah i uh, just beyond i i for me it's not for everybody because it's i mean it's I, i'm not it's so it's so weird because i was never a school person but something about this it Cool. And you said this really struck you as old-time Epcot. Yes. Um, growing up, I know, I've seen because of you and your love for Disney and Epcot and things like that, I've seen video and heard audio and things like that of uh, Progress City and Epcot and the future and everything. And, and um, you know, Mission Space and Spaceship Earth and Living with the Land, they all embody the future and what we can do to make it better and progress and where we could be and things like that and it just really it hits home for me um and so to be able to walk through and and go through those old travel vacation videos 
um, or you know uh, Disney Inside Out or whatever, where they're like, yeah, you can you know go out. We're learning to, to make plants do this. You know, I I got to do that. Right. Um, and I, I cannot find the right words to express my joy for that. All right, that's very cool. Uh, let's see. I think that covers Future World. So you went into World Showcase. Um, you saw the Frozen uh, attraction. Yes. Um, very cool. Um, I was spent most of the ride trying to figure out what was in each room uh, during the Maelstrom uh-huh. version. But, uh, yeah. I mean, we kind of already touched upon the, the big thing, which is the, the animatronics and the projection faces. Right. Uh, Olaf was working. I know that was an issue when they first opened. Uh, and he looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Except for his zipper down his back. But that's a different <laughs> story. Um, yeah, but it's a snow zipper, so it's okay. Yes. Um, nope. Um, There's snow zipper back there. Exactly. Um, yeah, it was, it was a good attraction. Okay. Um... I'm trying to think of if, whether there's anything else, else you've told me about so, World Showcase. Just to kind of summarize what I did, I went through, I actually have um, two friends that live in other countries, uh, one of which, hi Kevin, um, he's a Uber WTTM fan, uh, great guy, um, you know, talk to him you know, from time to time, kind of geek out over video games, stuff like that, but he lives in Canada. And so I made sure to take a photo while I was in Canada, and I'm like, where are you? I'm here. Um, and then I also have a friend that lives in France. And so when I got to France, I sent her a photo and was like, I'm here, where are you? Um, and she proceeded to tell me how wrong the escargot was. Um, <laughs> that's okay. Um, speaking of which, I had escargot for the first time. Oh, um, over at the Be Our Guest. Yeah, of all places, not in France. Right. Um, it was kind of just to, to quote Lion King, slimy yet satisfying. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's actually kind of like eating octopus. But uh, but yeah, so I went to France. I did um, Impressions de France. Mm-hmm. That is, just in case you're wondering, where everybody with a cough goes to relax. Okay. Um, I'm so glad I did not record that. <laughs> uh, it was coughing and surround sound. But um, it's great music, great length. You know, yeah, it's a great country. soundtrack. You know, great things to look at. Uh, went into Canada. Of all things, I ran into another Canadian. Uh, is not a, not originally from Canada, but lived in Canada for a while. I ran into Brian because uh, we did not actually spend um, actually all that much time together. We, we had meals and things like that, um, but uh, there was a lot of time spent apart. And I went to Canada and turned around, and he was there. there you um, go. So that was fun. Uh, see here. What else? Yeah, I did uh, the Grand Fiesta tour. Yeah. Um, saw Illuminations. Illuminations uh, strikes a strikes a spot in my heart. I remember one time you called me. Uh, I actually explained this in the show, but here it is again. Uh, you called me and let me listen to Illuminations over the phone. Uh huh. And I could just could not contain. Them. The tears. Right. And so I got to see it. It was a little underwhelming since the music was quiet, but still a great show to see. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that I got to see it before it goes away. Yeah, which is a bummer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alright. <laughs> so overall, uh, Epcot completely rocked your trip. 
Yes. I spent more time there than I did any other part. Recorded more audio there. I rode Mission Space six or eight, maybe a couple more times. Um, rode Spaceship Earth a bunch of times. Living with the land. I was just, I was there. I was loving it. And I couldn't stop. All right. Uh, now, you didn't go to the water parks. I did not. Uh, did you go to Disney Springs? I did. Uh, I met up with Ricky Briganti, uh, which is no secret. It was shared on Instagram. Now, who is that um, again? Uh, Ricky who? Yeah. Um, what was it? Um, what was my typo? Um, what was my typo? It's, it, I, I meant to say formally of it. Uh, or formerly. Did you say formally? Yeah, I said formally of uh, Inside the Magic. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, you don't want to say that because people will think that he's back. <laughs> um, and somebody was like, yes, and he's also formally. I was like, thank you, and I went and fixed that. <laughs> uh, but we went to Jacques Lindsay's Hangar Yes. Um, it was tasty. We had a couple of drinks. Um, smashed a slider. <laughs> um what what how to not cut a burger sure uh, is shared on Instagram, but uh, then we went to the boathouse, very tasty. Uh, got to spend a lot of time watching that big blimp that's there at um, at uh, Disney Springs. Oh, the balloon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess it's not a blimp. Uh, hot air balloon is what I meant. Yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, at Disney Springs is I, I know I know you said this in Brian's thing, you know, it's a mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did stop by Enzo's Hideaway. Um, didn't eat there, just kind of walked in. That That is cool. That is a cool bar, a uh, cool place. Some bar. Um, it's a restaurant. Uh, the first two rooms are absolutely amazing. You go in deeper, and that's where the restaurant is, so that's, I mean, it's not... It becomes a restaurant. Poof. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't want to make it sound negative, but it becomes a restaurant. Um, but the theming and the, the very uh, it's a, the speakeasy feel uh-huh. of the first couple of them is very cool. Uh, so I, I did walk past the Edison, did not walk into the Adventures Club. Yeah. Uh, but I slowed down my walk because I was <laughs> I was running late to meet Ricky. Um, but slowed down and kind of appreciated the fact that I had been there one time and had gotten drunk. <laughs> yeah, um, at age 10, yeah. At age 10, yeah. Uh, had got... That doesn't sound right. Had been drunk? Had gotten drunk. That's what I said. Yep. That doesn't sound right. Anyway, that is correct. Um, maybe I should just say it worse and then it doesn't sound right. That's right. Um, had get it in. Yes. Uh, but yeah, did do Disney Springs. It was, it was, it was neat. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, we covered the fact that you guys uh, enjoyed the um, the uh, Magical Express, uh, except for on the way back, perhaps. Yes, on the way back, our driver was um, fighting with the wind, is the only thing I can... Yeah, had a loose with. steering wheel. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was a lot of wind. I mean, I'm trying to legitimately come up with reason as to why we were swerving <laughs> but um like i don't get motion sick for the most part uh, it takes very specific actions to make me motion sick like reading in a car for some reason right um and and i was whoo, that was not a fun bus ride um 
but of course they had to to hit you in the the, the chest with the uh, now it's time to say goodbye. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it's never a, a good thing to leave. No. Uh, I definitely could have stayed a lot longer though. though. I was I, I felt very comfortable this visit. Okay. And I was having a lot of fun. And, and it's a lot of me repeating the same feelings about each park and especially Epcot, but really I think you know anybody listening when you listen to my audio you'll, you'll actually understand it and get a better feeling of my trip because uh, I, I had a lot of fun and I recorded a lot more than I expected to and uh, yeah very cool good alright anything else you can think of that you want to uh, I did want to touch on Hoopty Doo Review a little bit okay um, Brian got pulled up on stage yeah um, reminiscent of my getting pulled up at the Adventurers Club? Yes, except not as cool. Um, I mean, hoop de is awesome, don't get me wrong, but <laughs> Adventurers Club is really cool. Right. Um, but it was, it was funny. I have a picture and video, which I'm sure we'll share at some point, um, but um, one of the characters, I forget her name, she has this, and, and I know this, the, the cast is different all the time, but she just has this infectious borderline annoying laugh just mm-hmm. um, that character they went okay we're gonna go you know meet some friends or whatever the line is that is the cue that they're gonna come out of the audience and she just makes a beeline for Brian and just goes you are joining me on stage I just grabbed my phone I was like this is happening um, so you have video of that I do have video of it um and then we both have audio, as you mentioned, during Brian's yes. uh, thing, uh, which is going to be very neat to hear what you do with that to do the WTTM 24 aspect. Because I was there, but I was at the table. Right. So I don't know what happens. Yeah, you haven't um, heard the backstage audio right. yet. Right. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't listened to it. But, uh, and I won't, just so I can listen to it in Widow of Magic Vision. Right. But yeah, very cool. The show itself is very neat, very... Excuse me. Um... Very reminiscent of the Golden Horseshoe. Uh, food was good. Everybody was really nice. Uh, we happened to be seated dead center in this theater. And uh, very reminiscent of the Country Bear Playhouse from the movie, by the way. Because um, the two floors uh-huh. and things like that. Uh, but we, dead center. And so we, I saw where we were sitting and I was like, okay, we're going to be surrounded by stuff. And we were. So it's going to be really interesting to hear the audio and something we'll look forward to if you're, you know, whether you're familiar with the, the Hoop-de-Doo review or not. Um, they perform a song immediately behind me. Uh, now, I did spin around, so it's not going to be audio from behind. But there, there was actually several times I would turn to look at what was happening and almost get smacked in the face by an elbow uh, from the person performing. They were, we were literally in the middle of the action. Wow. Uh, so it's going to be very cool to, to listen to that. Neat. Now, you didn't get a chance to go and see Yeehaw Bob? I did not. Okay. Uh, uh, I have seen him before. I kind of kind of had a very special experience with my 21st birthday. I got to see him and then celebrate, you know, the clock ticking over to, uh, to midnight. Yeah. So not, not that I won't see him again because of that, but this trip, I was like, I'm still writing off the joy of that. I can, I'm going to go check out everything. There you go. 
Right. So anything else you want to throw in here before we bring the show to a close? No. Uh, I, I cannot stress enough uh, whether you're a fan of my shows or not. I, I really think that there's a lot of interesting stuff coming down the pipe. Uh, pike. 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 Yeah, pike. Down the pike. Yeah. Because um, it's basically down the road. Yeah. Uh, and things like that. If, if I, I did try and do... Yeah, it's the espresso machine. Are we landing something? Is or that... no, wait, they're they're frothing milk. So it is the espresso machine, but yeah. Anyway, that... um, so I did try and do extended shows and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are a super supporter, yeah, if you're a window to the magic supporter, okay, um, you'll get the extended, the extendomatic yes. episodes. So. Um, if you're not, go to windowtothemagic.com and sign up to become a supporter. Yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely tried to do that uh, because I knew that there's there's a lot of people that really appreciate what we do, and I wanted to, to have extra stuff in there. Uh, and if you're a fan of my shows, then it's even better. Yeah. So. And I know they will definitely appreciate that. Like I said, if you want to become a Window to the Magic recurring supporter. Go to windowtothemagic.com. If you're uh, wanting to become a Window to the Magic super supporter and be able to have unprecedented access to my trip to Europe, uh, then uh, you know go back to the beginning of the audio and, uh, and go to the URL that uh, I gave you at the beginning of the episode, and uh, you can sign up there as well. Now, tiny URL, that's the guy who tiptoe through the website. I feel like we've been there. <laughs> exactly. Now, I just thought of something. Yes. Um, what, who is it that has access to the WTTM video library? Uh, the uh, Window of the Magic video library is for uh, Window of the Magic supporters who, who are at a $10 level or higher. Okay, because I just, uh, since I got back, I've been trying to figure out what to do with all of this video that I saw. Yeah. Uh, and I just realized that would be a wonderful place for it. Absolutely. Um, and so... For those of you who are in that, this is literally, I'm thinking out of the box at this point, if you are in that category, there is some very cool video that I captured, um, kind of on the geeky side, but uh, of Walt Disney World that is going to be there. Yep, you a lot of, uh, you You brought your uh, Osmo Pocket Stabilizer, you brought the, the Osmo Mobile 2 Stabilizer. You brought, uh, you know, your iPhone, everything, and uh, you used it all while you were there. So, very, very cool. Captured, uh, just to give a little bit of highlights, um, captured the Beauty and the Beast show. So, that's cool. Um, Yeah, and and several videos that are very, I I guess the right word would be ambiance, very reminiscent of the Windows series. Mm-hmm. Uh, DVDs that you used to produce and are on the library, I believe. Yes. Um, and so, if, if that's something that you appreciate, you guys like that kind of just you know uh, Yule log type thing, then I, I think you'll, you'll enjoy a couple of videos that I show. Okay. And so, uh, if you're a supporter uh, and you're at the three dollar or five dollar level and you want access to the videos. Go ahead and contact us. We'll get you set up as $10 and then get you added. Uh, If you're already a $10 supporter and for some reason you are not already uh, invited into that, just send us an email. We'll confirm you're at $10 
or higher, and uh, and we'll get you added in there as well. All right. So anything else uh, that you can think of? Nope. Just. There you go. So with that, we're going to go ahead and bring the show to a close. I would like to thank my son Calvin for coming on the show, for going to Walt Disney World. Thank you for going to Walt Disney World. Um, and thank you for recording all this uh, this audio for us as, uh, as you went. I appreciate it, and the listeners are definitely going to appreciate it uh, over the next year. And uh, that sort of thing. We always appreciate your feedback. We want to hear what you think, uh, whether you're excited about uh, the audio that's coming up. Uh, you know, send us an email, podcast at windowtothemagic.com. You know, if you want to tell Calvin that, you know, what you're excited to hear, uh, what he's talking about, that sort of thing, send an email into podcast at windowtothemagic.com and I will make sure that he sees it. Uh, you can call us at 307-GET-WTTM. You can follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, or most importantly, you can follow us on Instagram at instagram.com slash WTTM podcast. And as soon as you sign up uh, to follow us on Instagram, <laughs> then you can go back to February 1st, 2019 through February 11th, 2019, and you can see all of the photos that Calvin uploaded uh, during his trip. It was very entertaining to watch it happen, and uh, it'll be just as entertaining for you to go back and to see it after the fact. So be sure to join us again on our next episode where we'll do something magical and fun. Uh, but for now, this has been a hour or so of uh, you and I chatting in a bar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this has been a window to the magic, the ultimate Disney audio adventure. Perfect timing on that. And we will see you next time. Some days you eat the bear. And some days the bear eats you. But always dress for the hunt. Come to me. Come to me. Surround yourself. With the magic. This was almost like a beer review. Get it? Because you used to do beer and we didn't have any beer. Okay, bye.